Hello, HCI learners. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Nine to Thrive HR. In this podcast, we team up with experts and practitioners in the field of HR and bring their knowledge straight to you as it pertains to the most pressing issues facing talent management today. I'm Holly Pennebaker, your host. If you're listening on iTunes, please be sure to give us a rating. It helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover the program. For this episode, I'm joined by Benny Ramos, Solution Principal of Business Skills and Leadership and Manager of Customer Success for the North America West region. Benny leads a team of professionals who take interest in enhancing their careers by enhancing the opportunities and performance of others. Benny currently partners with organizations to help them understand how to best utilize learning technology and digital content to drive performance and support talent management strategies by consulting on strategy, marketing, and measurement. He brings 15 years of experience in roles supporting learning, including leadership development and consulting, and 10 years driving strategy around learning technologies. Welcome, Benny. Thanks so much for uh, inviting me. So today we'll explore the topic of learning and development for your modern workforce with some questions and answers with Benny. So Benny, first up, according to the webcast poll results, 81 to 90% of work is at or near an internet-connected device. So what's this say about the way the modern workforce works? Thanks, Holly. I believe it's uh, synonymous to the modern workforce and consumer access, generally speaking. They're no longer constrained by um, bricks-and-mortar locations uh, at certain times of day, for example, with shopping. Now they can work anytime, anywhere there's an internet connection. And because now work is unconstrained by geography or time zones, uh, we as employers or organizations need to provide them learning and training, which is not constrained by physical classrooms or the availability of an instructor as well. So this is where we can leverage technology of online platforms, for example, like Skillsoft's Percipio to support an organization and really uh, align to uh, something that is an expectation of that uh, learner these days, where they can work and play wherever there's a, an internet connection. All right. And so with the internet so widely available, what impact does the internet and tech have on engaging the modern workforce, and how does this differ from the traditional workforce? Well, I think there are more modalities to be able to communicate with workers and for engaging them. Um, but as Skillsoft's partnership with MIT has surfaced using breakthroughs in technology to observe learners in our brain science studies uh, over the last 24 months have shown, uh, creating engaging experiences are best served by trying to use media not only to tell people things, not only to transfer information, but more effectively to use emotion and storytelling and character development to increase uh, a linkage to that learning or to the message and increase memory retention and learning synthesis when creating digital media for the modern workforce. So uh, it's not only the fact that there is um, the, these new modalities or more modalities, it's how we use those modalities with this, the storytelling and emotion to really help them uh, understand and grasp learning or messaging. All right, great, Benny. So when it comes to mapping an employee's career path, 
what key development practices must leaders remember to ensure success for all generations? That's a good question. Uh, today, there is a, a revolution occurring where many businesses are converting to digital businesses. So roles and positions that aren't even created yet today will pop up, and we need to prepare our employees to embrace these changes in technology. So from a learning content perspective, all leaders will need to include aspects around today's technology. Uh, aside from that approach, there are key strategies to deliver this, including making sure that how we deliver learning or how we deliver engaging uh, messaging to them is learner-centric, similar to their consumer um, tastes with things like Netflix or Amazon, making sure that uh, the messaging is in micro-learning, that's short and easy to consume instead of long segments. Um, there are varied treatments um, where it evokes emotion, so there's a better chance for them to understand and to recall. And lastly, today, uh, again, with the internet availability, ensuring that there's mobile access uh, to provide to uh, our students, to provide for our workers, uh, which could be from any of our generations. All right. Thanks, Benny. And so if leaders focus too much on millennials, what organizational benefits will they miss by somewhat forgetting about other generations? And what needs do all generations have in common? I think I'll start off with what they have in common which does include, you know, things like a general desire to be social and connected in the workplace, have meaningful work, uh, have a work-life balance, and be afforded the means and tools for career developments. By focusing too much on providing exclusive support, and in our case for performance management or learning and development for just one generation, uh, we do risk disengaging other parts of our workforce. And disengagement uh, would show that there's a cost in productivity. In the case of learning development, an opportunity is also lost in having a consistent language throughout the organization, a lexicon, and more collaboration between generations when they have access to the same treatment of performance management and learning development. And Benny, for our last question today, why do we steer clear from referring to specific races or genders with generalizations? yet we find it acceptable to refer to millennials in these ways. What does this say about our work cultures and values? I think it's understandable that certain characteristics or patterns of behavior seem to be observable and are getting more attention just because there's such a large population of millennials. I feel it's um, only a problem when we let certain negative stereotypes either limit the credence we have for ideas and um, recognizing that all generations have something to contribute. Where this is a conflict with our culture and values is we have to acknowledge that diversity uh, and constructive tension from different viewpoints, regardless of age or characteristics, can help with innovation and can make our uh, organization stronger. And what we're seeing today is probably just a reaction to a large transition of mature workers leaving the workforce and a very large amount of new younger generations coming in uh, and that could seem daunting to some. I mean, the good news is there are strategies available to engage these new workers in the workplace and technologies that can help scale a consistent experience and consistent messaging. All right. Thanks so much, Benny. That takes us to the end of today's episode. And Benny, we so appreciate you stopping by today. Thanks so much for having me. And it was a pleasure speaking today. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. 
Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed your time with us. You can find HCI on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. For a complete rundown of recent HCI podcasts, visit hci.org and then click the Explore button at the top of the homepage. From there, find HCI podcasts by clicking the Listen button located on the right side of the page. And for all of us here at HCI, thanks for listening.